darlings, and welcome to Digimon Ghost Gaze, or maybe we should call it like Digimon Ghost Gayest, because we're talking about the gayest episodes of Digimon starting this week. Gayest episodes as determined by me, Emery, so who knows, maybe this is my, just, just, just my terrible taste showing through, but we'll see, uh... Like I said, I'm Emery, my pronouns are he, she, they. I'm Morg, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, and I'm Elvie, my pronouns are she, they, and I trust Emery um, that these are the gayest episodes that we could have watched. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> this is I our mean, podcast, we are, we are always correct. They are pretty gay, I, I gotta say. Uh, we watched episodes 9 and 51 of Digimon Adventure. Um, yep, we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> there were some hiccups, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Since the plot of these is not going to be, like, strictly super important, since we're watching them, like, completely out of the context of, you know, their 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 respective series, and we're just talking about the gay shit, I'm thinking I can just, like, read off an episode summary that I've written for each episode, and we can just have, like, a, a sort of a short, shorter, unstructured conversation around each one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think our... our, our, our you know, I don't think our conversations of either of these have to be particularly long or involved. We just we just got to talk about how much these kids are hugging. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's start off with episode nine. Devimon has split File Island into several discrete chunks, separating the chosen children, and he is having a villain monologue about it. Taichi and Agumon crash the iceberg they're riding into a glacier, Taichi's in his underwear for a bit, and yet Yamato is the one who catches a cold, curious. A Yuki Darumon, possessed by a black gear, shows up and fights, but Agumon destroys the gear and he gets nice again. Yuki Darumon makes an ice bridge to take the little protagonists to the island where Yamato and Gabumon were seen. Meanwhile, Yamato is desperately searching for his brother, and is also wearing a sleeveless top and a blizzard. This has negative consequences for himself. They find a cave for Yamato to rest in, and there's only one bed. Gabumon goes off to search for Takeru alone, and Yamato is able to sit still for about three seconds before dramatically screaming his brother's name and charging out into the snow. Gabumon can't find Takeru, but he does find Yamato's dead frozen corpse. Gabumon's only hope for saving his friend is to take off his clothes and cuddle together for warmth. Hey, remember last week when I said this episode was some fucking fanfiction? Anyway, there's a Mojimon lurking outside their cave, waiting patiently for them to finish spooning before he tries to kill them. Hey, Taichi made it here, and the two boys gleefully clasp hands upon being reunited. Yamato, save one of those hands for Gabumon, please. Gabumon caught Yamato's cold, so Yukidarumon fucks off to get some medicine. Yamato wants to restlessly keep searching for the rest of the party, but Taichi points out that this is unreasonable for a variety of reasons. The two eventually come to blows over this and fall off a fucking cliff. Mojimon <laughs> finally decides that it's time for homophobia and attacks the group while they're vulnerable. The cliffside collapses, but they conveniently land on Yuki Darumon, who has snackies. Having been fed, the two partner Digimon are able to evolve and destroy Mojimon's black gear. 
Garuruman catches a bone in his mouth and it's very cute. It's like he's playing fetch. It's nice. They also break a bunch of black gears in the cliff face, which somehow makes the island they're on return to its original location. The episode ends with Yamato finally satisfied that Takeru can handle things on his own and will probably be okay. Yeah, so what tags would this have as an AO3 fic, you think? <laughs> Only um, one bad. Yeah. <laughs> Heard comfort. Sharing clothes. Because exactly. <laughs> he, like, takes off his, like, fur, right? Yeah. That's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, sharing clothes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, huddling for warmth. Cuddling yeah. for warmth. Um, There's so much that happens. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote this episode and how did they get away with it blushing <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sometimes people have like goofy tags you know yeah yeah vote to set tree um, no flames it would be <laughs> like people would probably have a tag for like digipod human even though nothing is gross it's like yeah so they usually like still tag for that stuff and like what what this would be what teen or like general or whatever <laughs> yeah i mean presumably it would be general because they did make this show for tiny 8 year olds yeah true it probably would be yeah uh yeah so so <laughs> do we have yeah do we have any additional thoughts on uh, on this episode uh, I feel like a lot of my opinions leaked into that e episode summary. It was a beautiful episode summary. Um, it was really what what was what we saw. Um, yeah, it Yamato did run sleeveless into a blizzard <laughs> and get a cold, even though Taichi was in his underwear. Simply an unbiased reporting of the facts. Taichi just has thicker blood. I don't know. Um, yeah. I can't believe Yamato is. Um, a Victorian lady trying to find a husband and Gabumon <laughs> is a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see... I wish we saw, like, what uh, Gab Gabumon looked without his fur on. There is official art of that, you know. I don't want to see that. Is there? I think that's wrong. Well, I guess what I was yeah. going to say is they don't show it in the episode, but, like, because they, like, cut away before you see it. But, like... yeah. There, there is like literally just like an you know an animation reference thing with you know Gabumon without his pelts. He's just like a little lizard guy. Oh my god! Yeah. I looked it up, and he just—he <laughs> looks a lot like Agumon. What term are we using for that? Gabumon, and then Gabumon without fur. That's all I wrote. Okay. Yeah. Gabumon truly does feel shame for his naked body, even though he's just he's just a fucking lizard under there. Yeah, he's just a lizard. He looks he so does sad. Did you evolve into a like several dogs though? Yeah. There is a fun edit of what if Gabumon wears other coats. Oh, Aww. Nice. and then yeah. and then it's it's the other it's the other star in Digimon. It's really cute. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We love we love alternate outfits. We do. And I think if you're going to be in a blizzard, you should choose to wear an alternate outfit. 
Yeah. And it should match. Yeah. It should match your partner Digimon so that it's cute. Yeah, an alternate outfit, maybe something with sleeves, Yamato. <laughs> but Gabumon has four sleeves, isn't that just hoarding them? <laughs> Redistribute the sleeves, give one to Yamato. <laughs> this is what's wrong with capitalism. All the sleeves are in one person. <laughs> no, he needs those. <laughs> I don't know why, That's but he true. does need them. <laughs> I like how they look. That's why he needs them. <laughs> it's fashion you wouldn't understand. <laughs> I just looked up, like, an opposite Gabumon. I don't know what to do with this information. Just like Aww. a furry guy with, like, lizard. Huh, it doesn't even link me to that picture. Well, whatever. I'll deal with this later. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, definitely some some Hey, why was Mojimon just like waiting patiently outside the cave and not murdering the main characters? Because he understood that this was an important shipping moment for some people. Yeah, you know what? That's that that asked and answered. I don't have a counter argument to that. Do be like that. It's like, you know, Sometimes the black wheels make you an asshole, but Devimon can't make us homophobic. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it, they they can only turn you into a lib, like where you support <laughs> gay people, but you'll still vote against them. Yeah. It's fine because it's not his kids. <laughs> mm. I, for I genuinely forgot how ridiculous the whole black wheel thing was in the original yeah. adventure like they're having a fight and it's implied that that's because there's wheels all over this island that's what's making them upset the wheels like, make you crazy wheels make you crazy um but sometimes if you put two teenage boys on an island a day will clash it do be like that and that's fine they still they still held each other's hands at the end it's they they really did. They really did hold hands at least twice in this episode. <laughs> and they did it dramatically too. Um I love how they can't yeah. just they can't just hold hands. They really have to like slam those hands into each other. <laughs> uh be a man about it. Yeah, I I I I picked these episodes for the Yamato Gabumon pairing, but I fucking forgot how hard adventure goes on the Yamato Taichi pairing. No you can't you can't show me two boys who admire each other and expect me not to read anything into that. Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> I mean, I think I've talked about this, maybe not on here, but just, like, in general. Um, pairings that are, like, lead boy and, like, emo boy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's so broody. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's that fucking classic Naruto Sasuke energy. Yeah, absolutely. It is. If you're rivals, it means you're in love. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And it's also the dynamic of only one of them sees this as a competition, uh, because Yamato is very insecure without letting anyone know about it, and yeah. Taichi just thinks they're both trying their best. <laughs> I like that... Um... 
when it's like rivals because they're like rivals like because of insecurity or whatever and then it's like oh they're friends and then it's like oh maybe they're more but yeah so Mm. it's fine yamato has two hands yeah he he really does he does have two hands in gigantic gloves (laughs) (laughs) yeah they do the the character designer really really did give the characters some just like fucking big old hands for the 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 first four seasons because they need to hold their friends yeah exactly those are bigger yeah. hands to hug people with um and i think peak character design is when you can hug yeah peak character design for hugging and holding hands that's yeah. what we love to see <laughs> Absolutely. Also, big hands are easier to draw, so I appreciate that as a fan artist. <laughs> fair, fair. When I draw um, character hands, I just doing things off screen, you know? Yeah, yeah. The easiest hand to draw is one that isn't in frame. <laughs> Art tips. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um... How about the Depression Cave episode? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I have any more thoughts for this episode. Wanna go wanna go lie down in a depression cave? Always. <laughs> Always. This is where I live. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so Digimon Adventure episode 51. The kids are all separated and looking for each other again. Hey, have you ever thought that maybe the writers didn't have a lot of ideas for adventure? (laughs) Oh yeah, there's also a big caked up dragon man fighting a clown. Taichi is trying to keep the clown busy while he waits for Yamato to get out of his depression cave. Turns out, Takeru was fine on his own in a recent episode, and Yamato is feeling insecure in his role as an older brother because he is no longer needed to protect the weird hat kid. He's so down on himself that he gets surrounded by a black miasma and starts metaphorically drowning in despair. Haha, me too, buddy. (laughs) Gabumon delivers an impassioned speech about how Yamato isn't worthless and will always have his support and friendship. Yamato realizes that friendship is cool and that pushing others away when you're sad is actually really unproductive. The two cry and hug and hold hands and tell each other how meaningful their relationship is, which even if it's not romantically motivated is still a pretty gay thing to do. Anyway, Yamato's depression stank goes away and the partners once again embrace. In fact, they hug the depression cave right out of existence. And hey, Joe and Gabumon are here as well. Wargreymon and the Clown Man are still fighting. It's not going well. Sora also goes into a depression cave over how she can't find Yamato literally a second before Yamato shows up. The gang tries to snap Sora out of her emotional breakdown, but it turns but it turns out the expectation of saving the world can weigh pretty heavy on an 11-year-old. Anyway, they tell her that actually she can rid the world of all evil and suffering, and this works. She's better now. Lord uh... Raymond gets hit so hard that his breastplate shatters and his titties flop out. <laughs> uh... Yamato Yeah, he's did sound for this one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yamato and the others, you know, meet up with Taichi, and Yamato gently cradles the injured Taichi in his arms, while Taichi tells Yamato how long and how forlornly he waited for his friend's return. The power of gay friendship restores Wargreymon and causes Metal Gururon to evolve, and that's the episode. Metal Gururon very much gisted better. He did. Aww. It was. Why did they choose this? Did they? They must have known. Yeah, he he fucking nuzzles War Greymon with his little snout, and War Greymon's <laughs> uh, titty injury goes away. That's that's gay love for you. <laughs> oh my god! This episode was so wild. Yeah. <laughs> You know it's it's weird when the clown isn't the weirdest part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Got the, f- Sl- uh, the I guess fucking- Gabumon has two hands too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz uh, they're all standing in a circle is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking this this episode was titled in Japanese The Clown from Hell Piemon, but like Piemon is barely in it. He's just in like a couple scenes kicking the crap out of War Greymon. He doesn't really do or say anything. He's an extra. Exactly. Imagine being the background character of your own villain arc. He's just um Yeah, it's it's actually the the gay show and not the Yeah. Um, the, I like that they the gay sh- Yeah, it's it's the gay depression show, not the clown show. Get out of here, you stupid clown! Clowns can be gay. <laughs> <laughs> not in this episode, they can. So in this episode, he's kind of like he leaves once once everyone's reunited. That's how much he hates seeing them being gay. Wow, yeah. <laughs> he's a homophobe. Yeah, I guess that's why he's taught. Um, I like that Sora is like <laughs> trying to find Yamato, and it's like, oh, he's busy with his like boyfriends or whatever. Like he he's yeah. fine. It's like they try to make it like, oh, maybe Sora likes it, but it's like, yeah, that's not even, yeah, anything. That's not even anything. <laughs> that's one sided. They say, <laughs> poor Sora, <laughs> she deserves better. Yeah, god, I fucking I fucking love how gay this show is, but also it has to like really fucking no homo it with the epilogue like in Harry Potter where all the characters are heterosexual married in the end. <laughs> and Yamato is married to Sora. That's just canon. We can't change it. Not even if we write fan fiction, wink wink. <laughs> sure we can. <laughs> and I will. If you write a fan fiction that's good enough, they make a show out of it. Um, this is this has been proven from what we've watched. Oh yeah, they yeah. make like movies and shit out of fanfic too. Confirmed, like not even just like, oh, it's the Gabumon. It's like, well, people really do be writing like Wattpad movies. It would be amazing though if someone wrote a Digimon fanfic and that was turned into a movie and people had to be like, oh this was originally a Digimon fanfic and then you have to pretend like you couldn't see that from miles away (laughs) because it's super obvious. (laughs) It's little Digimon. What else would they be? Well yeah, I'm I'm telling you, some of these episodes were fanfiction to begin with. (laughs) Yeah. 
There's, there's no way that wasn't the case. This one, the speeches in this one really went above and beyond. Yeah. These kids are just talking about their feelings. They're just talking about how much their friendship means to each other and how they'll always be there to support each other and how they want to keep holding hands and hugging more. And Gabumon is so respectful. He's like... And, and you, listener, if you're... I don't know why you're heterosexual and listening, but if you are... <laughs> Like, that's just being bros. Uh, well, there's a fine line, and you're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're in love, clearly. Or as much clearly. as you can be at 11, you know, who knows. Yeah. But don't worry. And if you don't believe us, I will have to start explaining how troll romance works again. <laughs> no! No! Uh, we, yeah... So, that just believe us. us. Please, listener. <laughs> I, I, I do want to talk briefly about Digimon Try for a second, because, like, yeah, just watch, just re-watching this episode in particular, that depression cave scene with Yamato and Gabumon is, like, it, it really gets reiterated on in Try in a way that makes it if you would believe it, so much fucking gayer. Oh? How? Yeah. Do they actually kiss? I've never seen Try. They, <laughs> they don't kiss, but I swear they get pretty fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, basically, like, you know, we... Uh, we, I, I will try to cover this if we actually get there before Ghost Game resumes, but yeah, there is just like a scene where like, Yamato is feeling a lot of the weight of responsibility, and he thinks that Taichi is dead, and he's just having a little breakdown by himself, and then, you know, Yamato goes up to comfort him, and just says like, the gayest shit to him about wanting to spend the rest of their lives together. <laughs> it's incredible. Amazing. Truly amazing. How old are they in this? Yeah, they're like high schoolers in Try. I think I think they're like seventeen ish. That's when you think your love will last forever. Exactly. Not that I would know anything about that at seventeen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was deep in the depression cave then, so. Oh yeah. Uh, without an amazing Gabamon telling me. <laughs> He believed in me and that I could do it. Got that speech. Gabumon is such a fucking sweetie. I love him. He's perfect. We all need a fucking Gabumon to talk us through our depression. There were no faults in Gabumon. You gotta tell me what uh, episode the depression cave is in. In, in Try. In try, yeah, okay. I, I'm. I know it's like right at the beginning of part six. At least I think so. I yeah. I do need to figure out like which episodes we want to watch for try still. But yeah, I'll we'll get there. Hopefully, uh, yeah. But um, yeah. Let's see. What about what else about this episode? God, I do love how we get like two depression scene or two depression caves in the same episode, and like, yeah, when 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 they're getting Sora out of her depression cave, it's like, no, you can do it. We were chosen for this. You know, we were chosen to save the world for a reason. We really do have the capability, and you know, 
And y- Yamato also very much says, if you don't want to save the world, then, you know, just don't. Um, yeah. Which, not as helpful as you think when you have depression. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, and you know, when it when it was Yamato and Joe getting Sora out of the depression cave, it was kind of just like a, you know, a, you know, sort of a standard pep talk. But then with Yamato or with with Gabumon getting Yamato out of the depression cave, it was just like so much more emotionally intimate and had so much more hugging and crying and hand holding in it. And helpful helpful uh, things you should say to people who are down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gabumon really gave such a beautiful speech. It was a wonderful moment. I wish I had a friend like that. God, don't we all? Yeah, God. Yeah, this is this episode really stands out in my mind as like one of the better episodes of adventure, just because like you know, it is willing to like get into the depression of it all a bit more and show that like you know. All this fucking pressure and responsibility is kind of messing these kids up a little bit. It's maybe not great being 11 and, you know, having having a bunch of just fucking evil dictators trying to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might, might not be good for someone. Bizarre. Could fuck with you. Yeah. Child soldiers? Kind of? <laughs> I mean, they are. They are child soldiers. They they are fighting a sort of guerrilla war. We have talked about... We have talked before on this podcast about how the Digimon partners in Adventure are literally, like, engineered living weapons. Cool. Who were created to fight the darkness. Yeah. Just, you know, don't don't think about it too hard. Wow, cool Digimon. Yeah, it's fine. It's normal. Ah, cool Digimon. <laughs> and the Tai Chi cradling, that was a good point as well in this episode. Yeah, very good. Because everybody else, everybody's running, right? Why is Yamato the only one holding Tai Chi? <laughs> Did everyone just go like, hmm, this is clearly a moment for them. We should give them some space. Yeah. <laughs> He really does cradle Taichi in his arms and get teary about it when, you know, Taichi says how much he missed him. It really, it literally is that. And that activates his quest. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Oscar worthy. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that should get awards. Yeah. This is the good shit, honestly. <laughs> like, fucking adventure is very rough around the edges for a lot of reasons, you know, both between, like, the pacing and storytelling and animation, frankly, but, like, yeah, it has good shit in it. It has shit like this every once in a while, and that makes it good. Yeah, for sure. I'm just, like, I wonder, like, I'm just curious about, like, the production of it being, like, so janky. Yeah, I mean, from from what I know about it, like, everything about the production pr- process was super rushed. Like, because it is a weekly series, the writers were on, like, super tight deadlines, and they basically had, like, no time to plan anything out, you know, in, in the long term. That explains why some of these episodes very much feel like someone just wrote whatever stream of consciousness thoughts they had and went for it and that it was just 
Some of these very much feel like you're watching a rough draft of something instead of a finished product. Yeah, yeah, I I totally know what you mean. That that's that's an accurate read, I think. Cuz I I also think if if someone looked at this episode again, they might have said maybe two depression caves in the same episode <laughs> is a bit is a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> we should do something else. But they probably didn't have any time. Hey, Hey, wasn't this episode supposed to be about a clown or something? Why are these kids just crying on each other? Uh, that's what happens when you see a clown. It's the problems, <laughs> yeah. clown. And they're just hugging away the problems, clown. Yeah. Your wife, aka Gobbleman, is protecting you from the problems, clown. The clown is also a metaphor for depression, but this one is actually subtle um, and not a literal dark cave. <laughs> it, was, it was very on the nose I loved it but it was very on the nose sometimes depression do hit you so hard that your titties flop out god <laughs> the broken bracelet why you did manage to choose two episodes in which um, the, the Digimon sort of go naked you know what you're not you're not wrong what a coincidence <laughs> Uh, good episodes, I think. I mean, kind of unhinged in, in a lot of ways that we described. But yeah, I do think I picked some good ones for just talking about gay shit. Yeah, I enjoyed watching them. They did remind me why I like Digimon Adventure. Mm-hmm. It, I, I remember these episodes. I've seen these episodes before. So, like, I don't remember every single episode. So these were also things that I still remembered. But it's taken me forever to actually watch the show in its entirety, because I think I've been at episode 14 for like three months now. Yeah, that's valid. Because the pacing just doesn't make me want to keep watching. Yeah, it doesn't exactly propel itself forward so much as it sort of meanders from... Of good episodes and do that and just speedrun it for myself. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a valid approach, I think. There are all there are a bunch of episodes where they're just like fighting a monster of a week of yeah. the week or just, you know, getting a new evolution and it's like, alright, move it along. Yeah. But it is the original series, so it does hold nostalgia. Yeah. And it does True. have the the wonderful nineties disease, let's call it that, of um <clears throat> people don't know how to not make something gay. <laughs> They try, but they don't know. It's just everything they touch turns gay. I wish I had that superpower. (laughs) Well, everything I like is gay, so jot that down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so any any final thoughts on either of these episodes, or do we want to jump to our tier list segment? Let's do the tears, cause yeah, let's do the tears. <laughs> All right. Sounds like we're going to be crying. Yeah, let's let's go into our depression cave and do the tears real quick. <laughs> Wrong yeah. tears. Let's yeah, let's let's do our tier list, which won't make anyone upset or angry at us. <laughs> Are people already mad? They're defending people we haven't gotten to. Oh yet. yeah, I saw probably, that. Yeah, but I, yeah, I'm yeah. like, we haven't got there, so I can't say shit. 
<laughs> yeah, but knowing us, we're, I'm going to be rude. I know that. So. Yeah. Yeah, fucking. We're probably going to go off on the frontier, kids. I know I have some thoughts. Um, not Sorry, to Austin. Not to expose myself as the person who never closes um, any windows or screens, uh, but I still have the tier list open from last time. Oh, incredible. All right, so first up on the list for today, we got Takato and Gilmon. I don't think we'll get through the entire Tamers cast because I have like fucking 10 entries here. So we'll we'll get through a few of them, then go on oh, to our questions. How does this show work? It's wild that it has like so many entries when it's like starts off with three and then it's like more and more and more. Yeah. <laughs> Tamers really does just say like let's 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 keep throwing some new boys in here. I really like Yomon. Really good design. Yeah, I I like Takato as Yomon is amazing. Here's my take. I think these two are an S tier. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think that a lot of like main to main characters are really qualify for S tier, but I think I think. I think T- Takato and Gilmon get there for me. I mean, first off, Gilmon is fucking precious. He's got the same voice actor as Goku. He's a little baby and he sounds so goddamn adorable all the time. <laughs> and his just like, you know, his just like, his acting and like facial animation is just so goddamn cute all the goddamn time. I love him. And Takato is like, sort of represents like, you know, the first protagonist and one of the few Digimon protagonists who aren't just, like, a go-getter hothead boy. He's just kind of like a sad, sensitive nerd who gets his, you know, who gets his feelings hurt a lot and has anxiety and cries. And I like that about him. True. I love that he's just a a, 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 a little, little softy. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, A anyway, so, like, A or S would be okay, I think. Like... So I was gonna say like pretty high, anyways. Yeah. And like, what are your thoughts, Elvier? Uh, how how do you like the designs of these boys? I'm um I think you haven't seen Tamers yet. Yeah, though. I haven't seen Tamers. Okay, talking to once again looks what like think the about- previous main characters. It's the same <laughs> color scheme. Yeah, I know. The same color scheme. His shoes though, amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. That is. Great, I love him. Gilmon. You've got some funky sneakers. What do you think about his little hoodie there? His little hoodie? Is that a hoodie? Oh, it is a yeah, hoodie! It's a, yeah, it's a little hoodie. Oh, it's got a hood. Right? I, I love short-sleeved hoodies because they're so ridiculous. What, what's the point of it? <laughs> if it's that cold, why would I... I love it. Yeah, great. Love him. Practical clothing. It's good. The thing is, it's blue, but blue is a good color. I am. Um, I just the yeah. shoes keep drawing me in. How do you feel about Gilmon? <laughs> I love Gilmon. Um, and the fucking thing about Gilmon is that he's Takato's OC who came to life. He's literally his OC. He became a real boy. Is, oh, that is amazing. Takato drew an OC and then he came to life. I love his little drawings. I love the details on him because one of the things that. Um, makes Agumon like kind of basic is that he's mm-hmm. he's just a dinosaur. He has nothing extra going on. 
Yeah. Um, Gilmon's, yeah, Gilmon's got those cool markings. He got that hazard symbol. That hazard symbol is truly amazing. Yeah, the fucking hazard symbol, which, by the way, represents that Gilmon contains, like, a hidden power capable of destroying the world. That definitely never gets mentioned in canon or <laughs> will become relevant at any point. Don't yeah, worry about it. Fine. It's fine. Don't think about it. <laughs> Don't think about it. He's normal. Uh, He's fine. Gilmon definitely doesn't almost destroy the world because he evolves bad one time. We love a Skull Greymon that's more fucked up than Skull Greymon. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds so familiar. It's almost like it's a thing that Digimon likes to explore. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like dark evolutions are like a running trope. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they're good. Yeah. Anyway, so, it works. Yeah, so, <laughs> so where are we putting these two? I yeah, I I'm definitely pushing for either A or S. I'd be fine with either, I think. I I would be able to be convinced to give him as um because you're telling me that he's actually different from the previous oh yeah name characters um and i think that's actually a good thing i think that's um groundbreaking that's new that's yeah. exciting uh, Takato is just a sad little nerd, which makes him so much more endearing and interesting than, uh, you know, the two pre previous main characters. I mean, it, it already makes me like him more because I, I am also sometimes a sad little nerd. Yeah. So true. Uh, and this list is really just us. Uh, like, who are your favorite characters? Those are the ones that you're projecting on. That's yeah, that's yeah. how that works. Alright, are, are we feeling S-rank for Takato? Sure. I know I am. Alright. S-rank. Alright. Hey, the next pair is literally my favorite partner pair in all of Digimon. It's Rookie and Renamon. I love Renamon. Renamon is so fucking cool and non-binary. They kick ass. Rookie is one of my favorite, like... Women characters in Digimon, probably. Oh, do they all have the cool shoes? Oh, they do. <laughs> Rookie has some fucking studded steel-toed sneakers. What the hell is going on with those? It's great. She's so fucking edgy. You love her. The broken heart. Yeah, she's got fucking unnecessary. She's got unnecessary belts around one of her legs. It's she's wearing a fucking holster that she keeps her deck of cards in. It's some Yu-Gi-Oh shit. It kicks ass. She does look like she could be Yu-Gi-Oh duel. <laughs> she essentially right. is, and that's good. They use cards to like power up Digimon. Yeah, her hair. I think her hair would need to be about two hundred percent more ridiculous in order true. for her to be a true Yu-Gi-Oh character. She could be kind of like a Jaden type. Compared to the other people um, in this series, her hair uh, is a standout, though. Yeah. True. Hey, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and put Rookie and Renamon in S tier because yeah. that's where they need to go. But yeah, I <laughs> yeah. will talk about them for a second just because like... These fucking kids, they start off with, like, so much uh, social anxiety and so emotionally closed off, but then, you know, like, they fucking, you know, Rookie starts off, like, really cold and hostile and, like, you know, treats Renamon as just, like, uh, basically a Pokemon a that she's just, like, trying to increase the stats of without, like, yeah, you know, any- Yeah, like a Pokemon in the game instead of, like- yeah. 
exactly in the anime or something. Yeah, without any consideration to like Renamon's like personhood or feelings or anything. But then they fucking realize that they actually care about each other a lot, and it's just fucking open up to each other and fucking develop a really warm and incredible friendship. And it's so fucking good, and I love them so much. Yeah, I love that the... <laughs> I guess mild spoilers, but, like, the broken heart becomes... Yeah. Becomes a fixed heart later. Like Is she, that really? Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. She gets a fixed heart. Like She gets, like, a, a just a heart shirt later in the series because she, she... From, like, her mom or something. And yeah. she's, like... It's very sweet. <laughs> it makes it's really good. so cute. It oh, I love that. <laughs> Oh, good oh, shit. That's really good. All right. Yeah, so they're in S tier for sure. Uh so next up we got Jenyang Jenyang and Terriermon. Um I love seeing Terriermon. I love seeing Terriermon. <laughs> I am um... I don't remember Jenyang very well. Like I, I know that like Obviously, it's going to be, like, different. I mean, he even has a different name in the fucking sub, but, like... Yeah, his name is Henry in the sub, because they definitely cool. don't trust American kids with a Chinese name. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, like, half Chinese. Um, yeah. Which they do talk about still in the dub. Uh, I don't know. It's unfortunate for him, but orange is my least favorite color. It's unfortunate for him that he's being compared to... Yeah. <laughs> and Rookie Red. yeah, he doesn't stand a chance. That is true. It's funny because I really like all three of them together, right? Yeah, they they're like, all very good. For me, Jen Liang doesn't stand out quite as much right. as Takato or Ruki. Like, he's a good character. He has like a whole arc where he starts off as sort of like a pacifist and has a lot of anxiety about like conflict and causing harm but he eventually realizes that no that anxiety is like preventing him from taking action and actually he sometimes does need to solve things with violence hmm, yeah. does that seem familiar to mm. to you know any of us who are watching ghost mm. game right now who could say is it teams? I mean, like he does feel like hero does feel like john young and takato together yeah. kind of sometimes yeah with both i think so but that's why I'm like, I like him a lot. And like, it's kind of funny because I'm like, um, Takato Gyoman and Ruki Renamon, like, they would not work without him. But I don't think I yeah. would put him in S with them. I was thinking like A or B. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling the same. Yeah, I'm thinking A because like we do a. still need to talk about Terriermon. Yeah. And he's how like he's a cute little adorable guy, yeah, but he's so. rude. He's rude? He's so rude, and he loves to fight. It's so funny. Yeah. He's, like, very different from his partner. It's very... Is this the jelly mom of this series? He He's a little bit the jelly mom he's of this series. He's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> jelly mom definitely takes it to a new fun level, yeah. but Terry Mon's a little bit jelly mom. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, kind of rude, but also kind of chill about it. He has a little catchphrase where he says, Momontai, which is, like... Yeah. Uh, I think a Chinese phrase that just means, like, fucking chill out, don't worry about it. It's neat. So he's not the I will cause problems on purpose type, but he is the I will punch problems if I need to type. Yeah. Sometimes he causes problems oh. on purpose. 
And that is hit. Sometimes it's funny. You know what? I look at Terry Amon and I think this this funky little dude could do whatever. I would accept yeah. it. So true. He fucking evolves into Galgamon, who is just Terriermon, but big and shongy with jeans and guns for hands. It's incredible. <laughs> the guns for hands. We love jeans. We love guns. Well, we love jeans. We love on Digimon. Not in real life, only fictionally. <laughs> we love Terriermon with guns, is what yeah. I was trying to say. <laughs> There's only one person I would trust with a gun, and it is Terriermon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, let's put them in A. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. A rank for them. All right. Next up, we got Jury and Leomon. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm almost, I'm thinking at least another A for these two. I'm losing it at. Oh, look at cute little Jury with a little hand puppet, and then it's just like muscles. Yeah. <laughs> you love this. This fucking difference in po- Pokemon. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to get fucking killed now. No, um, <laughs> Digimon. Yeah, like, I love it because it's like, you know, Leomon is like such a sweetheart to Jerry and like, like, you know, they, they're so like good together, but then it's like... I can't go too much into it because yeah. <laughs> of, of that's of course what people are watching in the fucking Discord right yeah, now. Yeah, let's but. let's just say that Jury goes into her own depression cave at some point, <laughs> and it's uh, way more fucking intense than anything we see in adventure. So you know how Leomon um has uh is known for something in the in the, in the shows hmm. yeah he's still hmm. known for something in Damers. god i f- i feel like there's some sort of meme around leomon that's like really meme. well known throughout the fandom except this time he has a partner so there's consequences <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say yep yep okay yeah you know. i'd say a yeah I do love Jury. She's just like a little weird kid. She's so weird. I love She's her. She's cute. She she has a little puppet that she talks to. I did not appreciate her as much as a kid as I do now. And I'm just like, yeah. oh my god. When we she are meets, all Jury. Yeah, when she meets Gilmon for the first time, Takato is really mad or is really is really nervous about it because like he showed Gilmon to his other two friends and they got scared and ran away. So he's worried that Juri is going to be scared even though she wanted to see the Digimon. And but then when Juri sees Gilmon, she just yells about how cute he is and gives him a hug and puts a sticker on his face and she fucking kicks ass. Oh, she's a real one. She's right. <laughs> She's right. Gilmon's cute. Yeah, I'm thinking at least an A for for jury. Yeah, let's say A. Let's, let's go right. with A. I feel like it's hard to give them both together, like S, just because of everything. But yeah, I do very much enjoy her and Leomon. I think let's do one more, then move on to questions. Yeah. All right. So next up, we got Rio and Cybertramon. These might be like the first pair in Tamers that are going a little lower on the list. Yeah, I gotta I was say. gonna say I don't. I feel like I don't. I never got to know them as well. And like, I yeah. think a lot of the problem with them is a lot of their information is in like other games. 
And then yeah. they were brought into the show for some reason. And, like, I would even argue that, like, the Rio in Tamers is, like, canonically distinct from the Rio in the Wonderswan games. Because okay. they're essentially just, like, different characters with, like, the same name and features. Like, nothing about you know, Rio and Tamers would ever indicate that he fucking comes from the adventure universe. Oh, yeah, no. Uh -huh. There's nothing that even, like, hints at that, but it also feels yeah. like... he's He feels like he's in a different show. He looks like yeah. he's in a different show, to be honest. He looks like he's in a he different show. He looks like he's in the middle of a war. This looks like, like he has his rogue outfit on. God, he sure does. You know why? You know why that is? Is because literally the first time we see Rio, he's in fucking, he's in fucking war. He's in our war game. He's in that movie for like a fucking frame. <laughs> so he's an established character across two different universes. He looks like he he would be in Star Wars. Yeah, kind of like the back the production backstory behind Rio is like. The toy company just, like, wanted to promote the games, so they said Rio is going yeah. in the next series, regardless of whether he actually belongs there, and that was sort of, like, decided even before, like, you know, any of the other characters for Tamers were written or anything, so... Did they have, way did they have to change his shoes? Because everybody else's shoes fit his shoes, and I'm wondering if, if he's the original <laughs> shoe wearer. I think he did get a bit of a design update for Tamers. I'm not positive, though. I haven't studied his outfits too carefully based on, like, the one time he shows up it's, in Wargame and the one I've time done. he shows up in Zero Two. Because I don't know these characters and I still have to watch Tamers, but I think I'm just gonna watch along with you guys, even though I'm not watching at the same time. It's fine. Yeah. And Cyberdramonis. Yeah. Cool. Like, yes. There's nothing bad I can say about a, a big dude that can fly. He's cool looking. He's cool. He's kind of like got big angry streak. There's like a whole thing about like he's got to be contained. I don't know. Yeah. He's got a whole thing going on there. But like, like I said, it just feels like it's in a different show. And, yeah. like, I would honestly say, like, I might even say as low as, like, C. I, that mm. Maybe that's controversial, but, like, I would say, like, B or C. But, like, I could be pushed up. Like, I I feel like if you have a higher opinion of him, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, sure. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with C tier for Rio. I will give him somewhat of a defense, though, because I think a lot of people would rate him lower and would say that he has, like, no business at all being in Tamers, just because, like, you know, he was he was kind of, like, forcibly written into the series, you know, and, and you know, does kind of come from this different property and, like, doesn't serve too much of a function. But, you know, I think, I think the function that Rio does serve is actually, like, is actually to serve Rookie's character development, because, like, yeah. mm -hmm. Rookie actually does have a bit of a prior relationship with Rio, because, like, they faced off against each other in a card game tournament before the start of the series, so I think, like, 
Ruki probably considers him a rival, even though, like, they, you know, even, even though Ryo doesn't actually remember her, um... But, uh, yeah, so I think, like, I think, you know, the way that we do see their sort of friendship and sort of friendly rivalry develop over, like, the latter half of the season, like, does show character growth from Rookie. So I think that is, like, yeah, I think that is, like, the, the, the positive thing that, you know, the positive function that Ryo serves in the series. Yeah, and, I'm you know, not... I, I, I will say that, that that's completely sub-only because Dub Rio is completely indefensible and he's flirting with Rookie all the time and it's yeah. really gross. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I remember him being like flirty and weird. No, but... that's 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 not in the sub, at least not in a way that I pick up on. Okay, then, yeah, because I was, that's why I was like, at least a, like a C, like if not lower, like, because I kind of forgot he was like really flirty, actually. I was like, ugh, I forgot about yeah. all that. Because I mostly saw that dub. Dub Rio would be like D or F easily. I don't like that bitch. But Sub Rio is actually kind of kind of nice with it. Like he, yeah, no, the 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 weird flirting isn't there. And also, like he just does kind of have a charming personality. He has the same voice actor as Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> so okay. you gotta like him at least a little bit based on that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you know, even even with those positive traits, he doesn't get like. Yeah, he, his role in the series is still pretty minimal, and he does just kind of pop in and out, so he doesn't really get a lot of proper development. I think a C would be appropriate. I'm, like, kind of annoyed with, well, I'll talk about it more off-air, but yeah. I'm annoyed with some of his, the fact that he gets certain things that the main three get that yeah. doesn't make sense because of how sparsely he's in it. But yeah, I, I'd be fine with C. Sparsely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's tier for put him in C. Rio and Cybertron. We're being very right. nice to all of these kids. I was like, who's gonna go in D? And then I'm like, yeah. oh, the Frontier kids. <laughs> yeah, the Frontier kids, like, possibly Hirokazu and Kenta. <laughs> Yes, we'll yes, yes. We'll see. <laughs> we'll find that out next week. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, because now we're going to go to questions. These are questions asked by our listeners on Discord in the Black Tailmon Postal Service channel. Uh, right, so I think the last one we answered was the one from Spike. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so let's just keep going in order here. Our next question question comes from Teddy. Um, if Sonic the Hedgehog was a rookie stage Digimon, what existing Digimon do you think would parse well as aesthetically aligned or even personality slash conceptually aligned evolutions for him? I'm like I'm a little bit thinking the X Vmon line just because there is. Oh, I was yeah. also thinking Vmon. Yeah, there is a little. There is a bit of a you know a design continuity there, and plus, like Vmon is just kind of a rowdy little guy. I can kind of see that for Sonic, although the 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 mammal to dragon transition is a little strange. Um, Vmon, especially like. Specifically, like, I only know the dub Vimon and then, um, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic. Mm hmm. 
Uh, well, no, because he's, like, smarter than Vimon. Vimon's kind of a dumbass. Well, True. I think I agree with you. I'm just trying to think of, like, what Sonic fits best here. Because yeah. <laughs> they're all, like, slightly different. Hmm. Um, I'd have to think about it and come back. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think Vimon works the best, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm trying to go through and think of like, hmm, what are some other guys that would fit well with Sonic? I'm trying to think of like especially speedy characters or just like characters who have capital A attitude. I don't know. I think yeah, I was also trying hmm. to remember speedy characters, but the only one I can remember is I don't even remember his name, but he's on a big motorcycle. Um <laughs> Beelzebub. Yeah, but that doesn't fit. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's the no. only boss one I could think of. That'd be so fucking. That's like Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> He's got big Shadow energy. Yeah. If anyone, you know, like. Yeah. I don't know if I could do like one to one there, but. Um, he even has a gun, <laughs> like Shadow. <laughs> uh, is there any like rowdy characters in like that um Atmons? I feel like there was in like the first mm. like the couple episodes I saw, but like maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. Yeah, let's see. I mean Dokemon kind of has the blue spiky boy thing, but I don't think Dokemon's personality is uh, a match for Sonic at all. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Dokemon's just kind of a little dweeb with it. He has a big crush on Aerie. It's cute. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm thinking the uh, the X Beam online probably works best. Yeah. Um. All right. Where's the next question? Uh, the next question is also Teddy. I think. Oh yeah. Also Teddy. If you had to pare Digimon Adventure Cast down a bit and focus mainly on just three main humans and their partners, a la Ghost Game, which would you choose and why does that set include Mimi? Okay, so I've thought about this question previously. I have my three. Do either of you want to go? Um, when I first read this, I was like, I don't know if Mimi, but like, I think you might be right. Like, I think it'd be kind of funny to see like Mimi as one of the three. Um, I feel like the only characters we see, like, enough of to even be like, oh, they have enough of a personality are Taichi and Yamato, but I don't know. Mm. I feel like that's, like, the boring answer <laughs> for two. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know. And then, like, Taichi's kind of just a lead boy. So, like, maybe, like, Mimi, Yamato... I don't know. I don't know who the third one would be, but yeah. that was my first, that was my gut instinct. Though. Yeah, I'm thinking Mimi, Yamato, and Koshiro. I'm going That's easy. Right? Yeah. I'm going to give the worst option here. I'm going to say Mimi okay. and Sora because I think Sora will be better if she's just mm. not forced uh, into apparently a love triangle and instead gets to be the lesbian that she clearly is. <laughs> um, and then for the third person, I would add Takeru, because I think Takeru actually uh, propels the plot forward sometimes. Um, okay. And also, I like oh, to see I like to see a little bug dude, so, you know. Yeah, you know what? I I would like to see Sora in, in like, the, the leader role. That would be, that would be pretty good. good. 
That would be good. That was what I was, when I was saying, I was like, Yamato, Mimi, and and then I was like, Sora doesn't have enough of a personality, but I kind of want to say Sora. Yeah, you, you need a leader there, because Yamato and Mimi are not leadership material. I'm really sorry for them, but they're not. Honestly, what if it was four? What if it was Izzy, or uh, Kushiro, uh, Yamato, well, but then... TK wouldn't be there. Okay, here what here, what I'm thinking is we have the main trio of Yamato, uh, Mimi, and uh, Koshiro, mm-hmm. and then like we can still have Takeru in the series, but maybe in a more like Hajime Apmon role, where he's like he's just been kidnapped. He's the MacGuffin, and so you know true. the the gang is on a quest to rescue him. Especially because it's like that's my brother, like your mom. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Like, ah. I think that would, yeah, I think that would give Yamato like the motivation to like step up in the leadership role and like, yeah, give him you know m- more potential to develop in that way. Yeah, I think like the party kind of needs Koshiro in it because like he's the one who figures things out and yeah. solves all the problems. I had and then Mimi in it because she's. I said the wrong name. Oh no! Oh, whoops! I meant. <laughs> Koshiro, Koshiro's the one that helps the plot forward. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying, so your three would be Sora, Koshiro, and me. Yeah. Actually, that would be kind of funny, too. Yeah, I think that would be good. I could see either, like, Sora and Yamato, but not both of them, (laughs) you know? like No, they're not not allowed to interact anymore. (laughs) This is how we're fixing that. We just make two series. We just make two (laughs) adventures. Yeah, no, it's, you know, it'll be like the two different versions of Pokemon. You know, you got, you got (laughs) Digimon Yamato and Digimon Sora. (laughs) This is a really fun question. Uh, So we have, next up is Barrier Trio or Barrio Trio Mon on... On the Discord, uh, what's the deal with the cute bunny Digimon in that one shot in the Ghost Game OP? The shot with the moving windows? I need to know her story. I hope she's having a nice day. Me too. I have no idea what she is. Yeah, I think I know what the deal with that is. Oh. Uh, I I feel like this is something we've discussed on the Discord before, but we see that little hologram pop up specifically in, like, cafes and restaurants, just, like, you know, hanging out at the tables. I think that's just, like, a piece of menu ordering software. I think that I think you can just like ask that little bunny for the menu and then she fucking pops it up and then you tell her what you want and then a server brings it to you. I think that's what the deal is. It is weird that she shows up in the OP though. Yeah. Like it's very like is she going to be more important or is she just <laughs> whatever? She's just a funny funny thing to see in there. Yeah, who could say? Personally, I think that's just all it is. I think she's just, like, a fucking menu app. Yeah. All right. I really never noticed her. I had no idea who it was. So, next up, we have another question from Strudel. With Digimon Survive being part visual novel and part tactical RPG, what other genres of games would you like to see Digimon delve into? And then Austin and uh, James both say dating sim, and frankly, I have to fucking um, agree. It's a dating sim. It's a sim. dating sim. 
Um, <laughs> any game that is not a dating sim is only enjoyable after I figure out how to make it a dating sim. <laughs> so true. So uh, true. Even if it's just like a funny, like offhanded thing with like, you know how like Undertale has like a dating mm-hmm. sim, like part of it. Like even that just like makes it a better game. I am but, like, I am playing Fire Emblem for the fourth time. Because I can marry a different <laughs> character. I don't care about these battles. I can do them blindfolded at this point. <laughs> I have all my oh stats my maxed out in the first week of this game because I've played it so many times. I just want to date these characters. <laughs> God, yeah. I, I've been playing a... I, I, I've been, I've been reading some visual novels that I've been meaning to get around to lately. And one I played is, uh, the demo of a game called Monstrous City Bakery, and fucking, that's just a game about dating monsters, and yeah, fucking it reminds me how good dating monsters is. More games should let you date a monster. So yeah, that's just a visual novel dating sim kind of deal. Yeah. And you could just replace the monsters with Digimon, and then it'd be, you'd be good to go. Exactly. I would also be... Um... The games that I end up, like, playing over and over tend to be, like, deck builder roguelikes and stuff like that. And I feel like you could do that with Digimon just because they have, like, cards and shit. I feel like you yeah. could, like, figure something out with that. Like, I don't know how Ooh. how it would work out. That'd be out, pretty cool. But I think yeah. it could be cool. Especially if it was, like, a how, like, Slay the Spire, you have, like, different characters. The different characters could be Digimon. That could be fun. Yeah. That could be cool. And then you just get, like, boosts from, like, the cards you have and... Yeah, that's my other option that's less fun as far as, like, dating, but it's, like, a game I would probably play again and again and again and again. Yeah, that, that sounds sound like fun. it could be a pretty good time. The thing about Digimon is that it could happen. Like, they, they keep bringing me new IDs for games. Every time I play a Digimon game, <laughs> it's wildly different than the previous <laughs> one. So They do seem very different. Uh, alright, so then we have, Strudel sent in a big long list of questions, I might just pick, uh, a couple of these, uh, before we close it out, um, uh, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Strudel even says, like, pick and choose. <laughs> yeah, 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 actually, yeah, would, would either of you like to, yeah, why don't you both pick one each, and we'll, we'll answer those. Hmm. <laughs> I do like the last two. I'm trying to figure out which one I like more, though. I was also looking at the last one, um, but I can only do it for adventure, because that's the only one I've seen. Okay. You could do Ghost Game. I could do Ghost Game, but we'll probably see it in Ghost Game. I think the intention of Ghost Game is to have um, the partner Digimon uh, and the kids cooperate in ways that we haven't gotten yet. I I do have some answers I could talk about for partner swaps. Sure. We could just do the last two. Yeah, yeah let's okay. just do the last two. I thought, sorry, I thought you meant the last one. I was like, you could do the D&D for the ghost gate. But yeah, 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 I get what yeah. you're saying now. So another one, am I? Uh, okay. Oh, there's, oh, I, I hadn't scrolled out far enough. Oh. Okay, okay, that's fine. It's, like, it's almost 11. You know, I am excused <laughs> from being an idiot sometimes. All right. 
Since we've seen Ruli and Jellymon pairing up in Ghost Game, what partner swaps would you have liked to see in other Digimon series? Tamers. Tamers. Yeah. Tamers. Okay. For, yeah. Tamers. For me, for me and Tamers, it's uh, I would like to see Juri partner with Leomon. I'm editing this, and I actually meant to say Gilmon and not Leomon because fucking that Leomon is a nothing answer. That's already a pairing. <laughs> I'm so good at podcasting because as we've seen, as as we've discussed previously, they do get off to on a very adorable start. They're fucking friends, and I love it. Um, and then the other one I'd like to see is Shuchun and Terriermon, because if she had both a fucking Terriermon and a Lopmon as partners, that'd be real fucking cute. And also her fucking... Just, she, she thinks Terriermon is a stuffed animal, and it's fucking adorable. And then when she finds out that Terriermon is real, it doesn't even phase her. She's like, oh, you're moving and talking now? Great. That's... Yeah. I've... <laughs> This, I thought this, it was Yeah, this is not unexpected to me a 7-year-old. I thought the question was more like how like Ruli and Jellymon do uh in the game where it's like it's just like mm -hmm. a temporary swap kind of thing. So then Yeah, I think yeah, I think both of the, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah I, I think it. that works for both of them like yeah, if 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 people were like doubling up on partners, yeah. Man, I just like the idea of like the main three like having different mm -hmm. interactions like how would Takado deal with uh fucking Terrier Ma? How would he deal with yeah. um holy shit. My brain stopped working. Um for I was trying to say Renamon and I couldn't <laughs> think of the name Renamon. <laughs> We've been podcasting yeah. for a while. I've only seen adventure so i can only say it about adventure but i think everyone um would be better if they just had um a little avatar style uh the way everyone goes on a quest with zuko if everyone just went on one mm -hmm. little quest with gabumon i think they would be better for yeah <laughs> so yeah. true yeah just 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 let gabumon do all the emotional labor in the group he'll be fine <laughs> He'll be fine. He won't. I'm sorry to put this on him, um, but he's so capable. <laughs> he won't crack under pressure. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, because he has Yamato to to depend on. <laughs> and yeah, not like Yamato is the one who depends on him the most or anything. <laughs> definitely not. Gabumon <laughs> carries this entire show. <laughs> Not like Yamato is has never given emotional support in his tire in his entire goddamn life. He thinks being an older brother is the same as being emotional <laughs> supportive, <laughs> and that's a problem. Aww. Okay. Last question for this week. You've proven on the podcast that Ghost Game is just a D and D campaign. What classes are each of the main characters? So hero's a rogue, right? Oh yeah. yeah, hero is a high charisma rogue. He's taking like all the persuasion stats, you know. Yeah, Kyoshiro is a—he's like a wizard, right? Like Kyoshiro, I think he's a wizard. Here's the fucking thing: Koshiro is a or... wizard, Ruli is a warlock, and they're always sniping at each other for casting spells wrong. I was thinking, what if Kyoshiro is the warlock? And Jellymon is the date. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, that would oh. actually be really good. 
Oh my god. Like, he makes a pack with Jellymon. That would be excellent, actually. That would definitely be... Because you could also... You could even say, like, it could be, like... A, if you wanted to put it within, like, game rules, you could just give make her, like, a great old one. Because she is kind of a jellyfish. <laughs> she is kind of a fucked up little... That orlet, you oh, know, yeah, the true. one I would... The one I was thinking for Jellymon would be uh, Eldritch Knight, just like the fighter with like the spellcasting subclass. Yeah. Just because like she could shoot a lightning bolt at you, but she mainly just wants to throw hands. True. Yeah, I was just gonna go for fighter for yeah. Jellymon, to be honest. Um, as someone who always chooses fighter, <laughs> and I make a D&D character, uh, I, I really think that's something for Jellymon. I'm, I'm thinking that Angoramon is like a four elements, oh. four elements monk. Yeah, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say, I think, like, Angoramon could do that, or he might be like, uh, this group needs a healer. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you know what? That's also pretty valid. That seems like something Angoramon would do. And like me, also. If Jellymon is the Eldritch Knight, mm -hmm. I think you can choose a healing spell. Oh, can you? It's been a while oh. since I've played D&D. I thought... I'm not entirely yeah. certain, but I think you can pick one. I thought it was mostly wizard spells, which I don't think are yeah. healing, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know how if they've like updated I it with any played. errata, but I don't yeah, think true. You, I don't they know had that. healing. I haven't played a non-fighter in forever, so I don't know how spells yeah. work. You should play a paladin. They're like healers and fighters. I have played a paladin. How'd you know? <laughs> Just a guess. <laughs> I'm really good at Honestly, Angoramon could be a good paladin, maybe. Yeah. You know, I, I see, see that, that for yeah. him. I could see that. Because then it would be like And he's taken an oath of protection. Yes, yes. And absolutely. for for Gammon, I'm kinda of thinking War College Bard, because, you know, Ooh. he he's just kind of the all arounder of the group, you know? He sees a he sees a role and he can fill it, you know, with his different with his branching evolutions. You know, if he wanna just just like shoot you with all the guns, he can do that. If he wants, you know Yeah, if he wants to be like up mm -hmm. close and a bit tankier, he can do that, you know. He definitely has like something weird, like he has a background where he made like a deal with the devil or something he hasn't let anyone else in the party know what his backstory <laughs> is <laughs> or the fact that his character um only looks like a certain thing but isn't actually the certain thing and no one knows what class his bard is they're all very confused hey, dude why why did you write your alignment as neutral evil <laughs> that's that's not how you're playing the character buddy <laughs> I'm normal. Hey, dude, why does the DM make you roll um, every time you're an emotionally taxing? God! <laughs> True. God. Why does the DM make you do this? <laughs> oh, no reason. What would Ruli be, though? I don't know. Because we were saying... I'm also getting bard vibes from Ruli, is the thing. Hmm. Bards can be healers, too. Because she's also trying a lot of things. True, you know what? Yeah, I can kind of see Bard for Ruli. I think just, like, the important thing is that, like, Ruli and 
Kyoshiro both have to be spellcasters and, yes. you know, be yeah, be mad at each other about how the other cast spells. This is a very charisma-heavy yeah. group. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, this fits because their problem-solving method is to talk about it and then yeah, move on. true. Exactly. Uh, Gamamon has put all his um, skill points in fighting for some reason. <laughs> He's a charisma low. Yeah. Everyone else yeah. is like charisma high and he's like charisma low and it's like, uh, okay. What kind of bard did you make, Gamamon? Don't worry about it, guys. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, he's like, I'm a bard, wink. Yeah. <laughs> I think like, I no. think Gamamon is charisma high, but just chooses to never use his charisma skills. Yeah. I think you're he right. He always rolls with a disadvantage and he won't tell anyone why. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> It's like, oh, you have high intimidation though, which is a charisma skill. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. You know. It's bad that I've thought about this now because I am about to start a new D and D campaign. Ooh. Oh, nice. Um, and, and, and now there's a chance that I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, maybe I could play this this warlock, you know, and his DD bullies him. <laughs> Just hear me out on this. <laughs> um, we'll see how far I get before they realize where I got my idea. <laughs> I don't know. Did they watch Digimon? Did you convince them to watch Ghost Game? They don't. I have told them about our amazing podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think one of them listened to one episode, so he might he might catch up. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah, see. We, can you, you fucking know. believe that we didn't even know about Jellymon until episode five? We didn't know about Darling. Insane. It's ridiculous. How did we live? How did we live like that? How did we not say hello, <laughs> darlings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. So I think I think that's about all the time we have for questions. Let's jump straight into yes. plugs. Um I'll go first because I always go first. I've claimed this spot. Um I'm at Erevidu on Twitter, and that's the only place you can find me. So um Enjoy that. Uh, sure, I can. I'll go, I guess, because I started talking. Um, <laughs> you find me at Haunting the Morgue on Twitter. That's Haunting the M O R G. You can also find me on my other podcasts. Departure Lounge is still out there, still on hiatus. But my two active podcasts are The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast, and. Forward, forward, re-zero, a re-zero watch-along podcast. All right, I'm Emery. I'm on Fur Affinity at Space Robot. If you want to get in touch about art commissions, that's spacerobotart at gmail.com. I'm also on a podcast called Gone Will Hunting. Hey, we've almost finished recording Gone Will Hunting. We're Ooh. almost all the way through Hunter Hunter. Hopefully that means we might start actually editing and publishing episodes <laughs> soon. Who could possibly about say? To say maybe, maybe the rest of us can join in then. <laughs> Yeah, we have some we have some pretty funny plans for the uh the thing we're doing after going well hunting. So look out for that Ooh. soon. Um So mysterious. Yeah, secret plans. Um yeah, so that's it for me. Uh we are on Twitter at DigiGhostGaze, and we have a Discord server. Fucking go there and talk about Digimon. Tell us what you think the gayest Digimon episodes are. I'm sure you have some in mind. Yeah, and then I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, let's see. What the heck else? Ooh, we're doing Digi Mondays. Every Monday we watch three episode three or so episodes of Tamers, and that's been pretty fun. Uh yeah, and that's at that usually starts at around 7 p.m. uh Eastern time. Uh, and that's hosted by Teddy, a question asker on uh for this week. Um so yeah, I think that about that's about it for that. This is a noisespace.xyz podcast. Hey, that's a good fucking network with a bunch of shows like Kyle XY and Wow Cool Robot and Prime Cuts and 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 fucking uh uh video game the movie the podcast. They're all they're all fucking good shows and you should listen to them. Uh yeah. Yeah, if you like this show, there's certainly something uh, for you on Noise Space. There's just a bunch of podcasts, bunch of cool hosts. It's some good shit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and let's see. I think that about does it. So, until next time, all you poltergeist ghouls and non-boonaries... Digimon, Digimon is the game. the game, as you can fucking see. Goodbye, darlings. Sorry. Oh yeah, it's, it's real gay. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.